when you're apologizing to someone, so I'm sorry that you feel this way. I'm sorry that I did X acknowledging that. And I acknowledge that it made you feel this way as well. Mm-hmm. Here's what I plan to do moving forward. That's how I try to approach um, an apology template, at least. I'm sorry, first of all. Like, take ownership for what you did. Yeah. Outline what it is you did. And then say what you plan to do next time. I'm sorry I'm so fly. I'll try to keep, I'll try to keep a lock on it, you know? Try to dial it down a little bit. Um, not going to apologize for being hot, though. Okay. <laughs> Welcome to Playing House, the podcast about keeping your relationship sexy and secure. I am the finally moisturized Coulter Bouchard. And I'm Dominique Bouchard, and we're a real couple hosting real conversations, inviting you in as our third. On today's episode, the art of apologizing and forgiving, saying I'm sorry properly, accepting an apology, and moving past a fast. Is that a typo? I definitely meant fights. Okay. Well. Trying to start one, apparently. (laughs) Could have just said the right word. Cool, cool, cool. I didn't know what it was supposed to say. Of course you did. We discussed this right before we hit record. I'm like Ron Burgundy in Anchorman. I'll read literally anything that's on there. Do not get me canceled during this month. Any other month. During this month specifically? Not during Black History Month. Okay. Don't write those things on here. That's not fair to me. Uh, How you doing? And also. Yeah. Oh, Wendy. That's all I have to say. Dementias. Dementia. Uh, dementias. Uh, it's so tough. Watching someone. I don't know Wendy Williams. I wasn't a huge Wendy Williams fan. I think when, think when the show first came out, yeah, I was obsessed. You watched it all the time. I was obsessed. And then eventually, like, yeah, I started falling off and eventually just became so messy. And I was like, ah, why do you talk smack about everybody? And that's it was just I a liked little more. too messy. Yeah. Okay. That's fair. <laughs> that's fair. Um, What a show, though, by the way. It was just her sitting in a pink throne on a stage with hundreds of people in the audience. Just like... I don't know if it was hundreds. It was a pretty small audience, it looks like. Listen, I'm trying to gas up my sis, okay? Okay. She really needs it right now. (laughs) But I kind of liked that it was a tiny audience, that it was like a really intimate show. But she would just like complain about things. That's it. Like just like whatever grievances she had. She'd call out the crew. She'd call out the audience. Death to all of them. (laughs) <laughs> like Jesus, dude, what's going on here? Yeah, prayer, prayers. My prayers with are with uh, Wendy and her family, and just it's dementia's. It's terrible. Yeah, it's terrible watching a loved one disintegrate like that, fade away. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's it's terrible. Well, yeah. we're gonna try and pivot here. How you doing this week? Not well. Okay. <laughs> Not well. You can't pivot just yet. Yeah, I'm having a really uh, I'm having a really tough time this week. It's been um, just an off week for me. I don't know. Mm. I don't know what else to say. It might be because <laughs> expecting my period next week. That could be it. And it could be a larger thing. Just like that time of the year where you're wanting change. It's been really cold and dark for a really long time. I think they said in Toronto, we've only had like 100 hours of sunshine. Is that what they What do we usually get? Like 10 times as much? I don't even know. But it, it, it's, it's not enough. So it's been a sunnier week at least, and I think that's helping physically. Like I'm seeing hope for for springtime and warmer weather, but just everything is annoying me. Everything is rubbing <laughs> me the wrong way. Everything is just making me ready to fight. Even me. Even you. Even me. You know. You know that Dominique's annoyed when even I get on her nerves. <laughs> a man who is has literally never been on them. So right, right. that's so weird. But yeah. So. Trying to trying to push it through. Nia is turning four. We're having a birthday party tomorrow. 
So I guess I'm a little bit emotional about that too. What are you mourning? She's not. She's no longer a toddler. She's like officially a child. Yeah, that's like four years old is a, the child stage now. So like I'm mourning the loss of like infants, baby, toddler, and now she's entering this new stage. She's gonna start school in September. It's it's a new chapter and it's 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 reality now. What a sad sack. This is such an exciting weekend. Nia's turning four. We also have uh, a really cool party that you put together. Can you talk about the party? I mean, yeah. This thing's sick. That's why you're so excited because you didn't have to do any work. I found the place. I booked the place, found multiple princesses, made the invitations, sent out the invitations, confirmed the RCPs. Like, you must be excited. I'd be excited too. I killed that. But I'm driving. Hey. My car? Probably. Would you have let me plan this thing? No. Zero chance. Zero chance. So how dare you lord this over me? You could have participated. You didn't even try to participate. You wouldn't let me. How did I not let you? We, you booked this thing when we were in Atlanta. I don't even remember when I booked it. Yeah. It was a while ago. So you, you're aware you of when you I booked it. Partake. So how did I not let you partake? Wouldn't let me partake. How? I was like, hey, I'd like, and then you drew, you were just like, shh, 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 no. Nah, my vanilla king. That sounds just like me. Get off the throne for this one. Get, how's your week going, sir? Because. I got, I went axe throwing the other night, mm-hmm. which um, I know hashtag white people shit, but you went, this is the second time in, in a but week that I've went. been. <laughs> Axe throwing. The first time was with you. We went for uh, we had a date night last week. Yeah, that was awesome. Had so much fun doing that. Um, obviously, hashtag white people shit. And then my white friend Peter for his birthday, his girlfriend organized uh, why axe did throwing. You say that so excitedly, my white friend Peter. I want people like, to know why that I'm so excited. People probably don't assume that I have many white friends, <laughs> and I just want to dispel that rumor. Okay, right? Okay, we appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah. So you had fun. Yeah, they had, you know, diversity, right? A ton of fun. And I was so much better after the first time with you. Yeah, the first time, the one of the people <laughs> working there had to come over. He's like, listen, I can't watch this anymore. And took the axe out of your hand yeah. and had to show you how to perfect it. He took me over uh, to the side and he was like my Caucasian brother. This is white people shit and you need to step it up. <laughs> You're not stepping it up. I had a couple of really good meetings this week as well. Um, to your point, though, about like, being annoyed i um i'm definitely like and i've mentioned this over the last couple of weeks i'm feeling it Mm. like there's a lot of stuff going on yeah and i feel like my scheduling is getting a lot better okay i feel like i'm better to i'm I'm more able to compartmentalize um but like anybody you get a full-time job you're trying to make something else happen you have a kid like it you want to god forbid spend a couple of like quality hours a week with your spouse yeah you know, like it's it's uh, it's trying to balance all of these things that I love in a way that doesn't make me hate them all. Yeah, that that's the difficult. I think that's like adulthood. It's yeah. And you always see these memes about like having adult friendships is saying, hey, are you available five months from now on the mm. third Tuesday at this exact hour? If you're not hope to see you again next year yeah. like that. That's pretty much what it is. And it's. It's both a privilege and an absolute curse mm. trying to balance all of these different um, hats, I guess, at the end of the day. And like parenthood, full-time employment, uh, marriage, um, personal interests. Going to the gym. Health. You know what? I, yeah, exactly. And like, who was it the other? I saw, I came across a, a video on 
TikTok, Instagram, who knows? But somebody was saying there's no way that there is someone who has mastered all this. There's no way that you are giving your body all the nutrients it needs, hitting all your supplements, getting all the ex- exercise, ten what is it, ten thousand steps yeah. a day, um, giving doing a great job at work, having fulfilling relationships and friendships and connecting with family and calling your parents every like mm. who who's doing all this? And then gentle parenting on top of it. I've given up on the gentle parent thing. <laughs> I'm, I'm turning into a drill sergeant. I'm like, get down, maggot, for legal reasons. That's a joke. Um, but like we have a friend who has, you and I have a friend who has like a nanny and an assistant and mm. staff members. And like, she's also having a hard time sometimes, How right? How can you not? How can you not? So I don't think that that makes it easier necessarily. I think that having a team around you allows you to do more things. And as long as you are happy doing those those things, I think it's a good trade off. Um, but I think people in general are doing too much. People mm-hmm. are doing the most. But we kind of have to, no? I mean, like you realistically you need more than one income in order to thrive. Oh my God. Like if you want to do more than just hit every bill and hit every bill on time. Mm every month yeah you probably need more than one income yeah let's be honest so you have to do too much in terms of like having multiple jobs making multiple incomes you probably want to be able to like spend enough time with your kids so you got to do too much in order to like have a team around you Mm. and also we're accustomed to certain lifestyles right like you know gone are the days of one income households yeah working like your you know whatever job unionized job not a lot of those left yeah and um affording a house and that (laughs) or a home period that you own people were like pretty much satisfied i think with like pretty simple stuff and now because luxury is so much more like former what used to be considered a luxury for Mm. instance is so much more Accessible? accessible now and also, like a lot of these things are necessities. Like what? Like a computer, for instance. Oh, okay. You yeah. need a computer. Yeah, yeah. You need an internet connection. You need a cell phone. So, yeah. like, you know, our internet and phone bills a month—that's like four hundred bucks. It's a lot of money, right? I don't know but like myself to know. You know, you need a phone. You need an internet connection because how would you like like government services, for instance, or mm-hmm. banking? Like everything uses that. Um, a lot of people, you know, unless you live downtown, like in a big city. You probably need two cars. Both of you work, likely. And mm-hmm. also, like, you need you need to, like, get your kid to dance class on Sunday mornings. Or you need to, like, run out to the grocery store or something. Yeah, Just unless a you lot. live in a, in, a, in a city that has, like, decent public, public transit. Decent public transportation. Like, how, how, else, how else are you getting around, mm-hmm. right? And for a long time, that was the case. Like, I didn't have my um, license when we first moved out here. That was tough. And so you had the car and so you were gone during the day with the car and mm-hmm. so it was me and a newborn at home and I was like, <laughs> I'm going to go start crazy. Like I'm yeah. actually going to hurt somebody. I did not hurt anybody. Um, but that's how it felt. So yeah, absolutely. Slap me up a little bit when I got home. I do. Yeah. Should we pause? You can slap me up a little <laughs> bit right now. All right, let's get into it. <sighs> the art of apologizing. Yes, yeah, please. That's today's episode. We're talking about the art of apologizing. And uh, uh, you want to start with an apology? No, but the, what's the full theme? The art of apologizing. Well, let's start off. Let's start off. What? Why are you handing me your mic when you see mine in front of my face? I, I'll give you. I'll give you a second microphone to give me an apology, just so we make sure we capture this. The art of apologizing and and forgiving. I don't know why I keep forgetting that word. Um. 
So I chose this theme for this episode because um, when I was speaking with Gina, Gina Wilder from Hey There Wilders, um, I was talking to her about like teaching Nia um, how to give a proper apology. And so when she does something wrong, she now knows like if I make a bad decision, bad consequences happen. If I make a good decision, good consequences happen. And so when she comes and she says, mommy, I'm sorry. I always ask, sorry for what? Like say the entire thing to Mm -hmm. properly apologize. So I am sorry for doing this. Next time I will make a better decision by doing that. What are the things our daughter typically does that she's apologizing for or (laughs) being coerced into apologizing for? (laughs) So she'll... It'll be like, <laughs> no, I mean, like not listening. Number one. Well, that's the thing, right? Like she'll get bad. Like she'll stomp away from me. So I'll be like, you're showing me your rudeness. Yeah. So she'll come back and be like, mommy, I'm sorry for showing you my rudeness. Oh my God. <laughs> my Caribbean household. Or like slamming a, the, what, slamming a door. I don't know where she learned start? that from. We don't do that stuff here. Ooh. I don't know where they do, they do that at, but she has started doing that. And so she'll come over mommy. I'm sorry for slamming my door. Um, and like, Forming the apology properly. Personally, I did not learn that growing up. That was not something like, did you learn that in school, for example? Like when you were being socialized, did you learn how to give a proper apology? I didn't learn how to give a proper apology uh, probably until I was in my late 20s. Yeah. Yeah. Because it was often like, I'm sorry you feel that way. Yeah. Right. Oh, dude, I That's hate that. Apolo- I hate that. You're sorry I feel that way. Way to just like completely cleave yourself yes. from any responsibility. Absolutely. Oh, this is you doing this to yourself. Yeah, I'm sorry yeah. that you're experiencing I'm sorry that that, that right is now. your reality. Yeah. My reality is actually this, and I'm not I'm not apologizing for that. I think I did finally learn that. Um Oh, good. It, <laughs> today? I want to say in therapy. It might have been in therapy. Maybe in anger management when I was younger. Anyways, <laughs> listen. <laughs> We've had much experience with that. <laughs> they have a refresher course on that. <laughs> yeah. It's like a top up. Like every year you have to do another couple of credits. <laughs> but I don't remember. I was working with some sort of what would they be considered like mental health professional. A counselor. Counselor. Sure. A very um, patient woman. A very patient. Well, you assumed a woman. But was it a woman? It was a woman. Absolutely. It was a woman. Um, And <laughs> she was saying, uh, when I'm pretty sure this was anger management back when I was in school. So maybe I did learn this in school, but she was like, when you have an issue with someone, try approaching it as here's how, here's what you did. So say the objective truth, Mm. like say what you know to be true and then explain how it makes you feel. So at the time it was like, when you threw down my cupcake, it made me feel like you wanted to fight me. She's like, that's not a feeling. (laughs) That's not how that works. When you say it made me feel something, you have to describe an actual emotion. Mm. Wanting to fight someone is not an emotion. What's the emotion there? Blinding so, rage. Okay. So then it's it's learning to acknowledge your own feel. And look inward first. Like, mm. what is it that's bothering me? So when you, if your your leg brushes against me, right? And that, ooh. And that. You like that? Well, not really. Okay. But, that that irritates me for example what is the issue there why am i irritated so then i have to look deep in that i'm irritated because my legs are out right now and that is annoying for me because xyz so i have to go down a rabbit hole of my own emotions to understand what has really triggered this Mm. and is it really this person's fault 
forgot how I ended up here. But like when you're apologizing to someone, it's like, I'm sorry that you feel this way. I'm sorry that I did X acknowledging that. And I acknowledge that it made you feel this way as well. Mm-hmm. Here's what I plan to do moving forward. That's how I try to approach um, an apology template, at least. I'm sorry, first of all. Like, take ownership for what you did. Yeah. Outline what it is you did. And then say what you plan to do next time. I'm sorry I'm so fly. I'll try to keep, I'll try to keep a lock on it, you know? Try to dial it down a little bit. Um, not going to apologize for being hot, though. Okay. Finally hot. <laughs> I apologize for not Fair being enough. hot for so long. But... Just kidding. I've always been hot. Just um, just shrouded. Okay. You know, anyway, so in speaking with Gina, if she mentioned to me, <laughs> I also need to teach Nia how to accept an apology properly. And I thought that that was just so, so impactful for me because like I had never considered that. I had always, I guess like I'd been given this template for how to give a proper apology, but not really in how to like accept an apology in a way that's healthy. Because a lot of the times it's, well, I apologize. What do you want me to do now? But just because someone says sorry does not mean that you now don't have to put up healthy boundaries. Exactly. Right? Yeah. The um, well, I said I'm sorry. Right. It's like, OK, you absolutely did. And now you're being very angry. Right. Now you're just like pushing me away. Mm-hmm. And also, I don't I don't have to accept the apology. You don't. You don't. I don't have to accept the apology. I can say thanks for apologizing. Yeah. I need some time to like not be around you. I need some time to maybe think about this. I need some time to feel my feelings, but yeah, I'm under no, when you apologize. And I think that's the, that's the mark of whether or not it's a true apology, or if you truly are remorseful for what you've Mm -hmm, done mm -hmm. is going, I'm going to apologize. And I know this person doesn't have to accept it. And that's okay with me. Yeah. I'm doing the right thing. And that's enough. It would be great if the person wasn't like pissed off at you anymore, but also you did the thing that pissed them off. Yeah. Right? So their feelings and reactions are valid yeah. for that reason. So I we do teach Nia that, that we're like, we'll say, sorry, Nia, that we, we yelled. Next time, we will try to use a, gen- a more gentle voice. Do you accept our apology? And then she has the option now to say, yes, I accept your apology. Maybe have a hug. Or she says, no, I am not ready right now. And mm-hmm. she's able to give her space. And I think, like, I did not have that. I did not learn that. Like, I'm learning that now. I'm learning that I don't have to accept every apology if I think it's not given to me in an earnest way or in a respectful way, especially. Or if I'm just straight up not ready for an apology. No, like, I'm still pissed. I don't. I hear you. And I like I, I shout out to you for shout out to you for recognizing what you did wrong. But I'm not ready to move past this yet. Yeah. And that's OK, too. Um. So when we talk about the art of apologizing and forgiving, I am learning as a 32-year-old woman, to accept apologies and move on from things that I may never get an apology for. So it's like family matters, for example. Like, with my father, straight up. Like, there are a lot of... There's a lot of tension still there, and we we no longer talk. We no longer have a, a, a relationship. But I am forgiving him and myself for things... That well, I I have had the opportunity to apologize to him for. Do you want to get into it? What you specifically apologized for? Um. I mean, you said you're sorry already. Right, right, right. Like I've apologized for not. I think in his mind, I have not been 
on his side as much as he would like me to mm. him as much as he would like me to be um i don't agree with a lot of the, a lot of the decisions he's made and that's why i have not been on his side sure but i have apologized for not being as present in his life ironic but i have apologized for it my how the tables have turned um has he apologized for that for not being in your life much? Um, no. And again, it goes back to like accepting an apology I may never receive. Like yeah. it, it, he believes that that was the right decision that he made. And I, I turned out fine. And so why should he apologize? You for did it? turn he, out fine as I'm hell. I'm in my period. Shout out to your dad. But, hey. <laughs> Shout out to Dominique's dad. Fine as hell. Not my mom, eh? I mean, like. So what I look like. Okay. What do moms really do? Right. Anyway, right. Right. The one I who who I look exactly like, but okay, cool. Um, yeah, your mom's fine as hell too. So, uh, sorry, fine as hack, fine as hack. Still, you're out of line. <laughs> just one, just one for Denise. <laughs> Say Miss Denise or Denise. Auntie Denise or throw some respect on her Mama name. Denise. Oh my god. Um, but yeah, even with my sisters, like I may never get an apology out of them for the way that I was treated and. I'm learning to accept that that is okay, that they are not in a place to apologize to me. Yeah. They do not see anything that they've done wrong. It wouldn't be useful for me to go hash it out for that with them or like try to have that conversation explaining my feelings and why I feel like I deserve an apology because I don't think that, like I said before, sometimes you're not ready to apologize. Sometimes you're not ready to accept an apology. Mm. And I think that that's where we are today. And so I'm okay with, I need healthy boundaries. I don't need your apology in order to set that. And I'm going to have a simulated conversation in the car. And I'm going to be you and me. And I'm just going to... Is that what you do? I'm going to pretend that we're having the conversation. Everybody does that. What? I guess. Not guess. Everybody does that. I guess. Everybody has like a, well, you know what? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sorry, is this out loud? How dare you? I mean, sometimes. <laughs> How dare you uh, leave me out to dry like this? Or sometimes if you were like anticipating having a conversation with somebody mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and you're just like, I want to, I want to like workshop this a little bit. Yeah. Make sure I'm getting all my points across. Okay. Okay. That seems like you're approaching it defensively. I'm going to be honest. Like, and as she comes up with me, I'm going to do a crossover this way and I'm going to like, yeah, you're well. ready. <laughs> like, it seems a little defensive. I'm going to be honest. A part of apologizing is humbling yourself to humbly put yourself on the line. What do you, Shout out to my toxic kings and queens. The way you like. <laughs> I'm trying to like not look over every time. I need like a handheld thing. No, you don't. I need if a anything, handheld. You need to put the board over here so no. you can't hit it as often. I need a handheld button. <sighs> what about you? What's your take on the art of apologizing and forgiving? That most people suck at it pretty bad. Mm -hmm. And that if you think you're good at it, you're probably also pretty bad. Um, present company excluded, of course. And by present, I mean me only. I, uh, I apologized to somebody earlier this week and didn't get defensive. Apologized unreservedly. Just said, you're right. I'm sorry. It was wrong. I was out of line. Won't happen again. The humility part, right? Yeah. Like sometimes, yes, you do need to, you need to eat your own crap. Sure. In order to. Especially in this economy. Am I right? Okay. In order to properly apologize to somebody. Yeah. Corn's expensive. Okay. Still, Recycle it. Still on the crap joke. Okay. It's been 
I think 72 hours since I apologized to this person. They reached out. They said, I didn't like that. I apologized. And I haven't heard from this person. And so, like, take as long as you need. Truly. Yeah. Take as long as you need. And, uh, I mean, maybe it's up to me to, like, follow up. But also maybe it's up to me to just, like, give space. I I think so. Because that's another thing, right? Like, if I'm reaching out to you to say what you did was inappropriate, what you said hurt me. What is my goal there? Am I doing so to let you know this is how I feel and I want to talk it out Mm. and I want you to understand why I no longer want to talk to you right now? This is why I'm putting space. Like, what's my goal? Or am I just throwing that at you to make you feel bad and to, like, relieve myself of my ill feelings? Like, what? So when I throw at you, hey, I feel bad because of this. And then you apologize and I leave you on red. Mm. What what am I trying to do? What What's the goal here? And that's the thing. I have no idea. And for a long time, and I still fall into this trap, for a long time, I try to think, I try to guess people's motives and it's impossible. It's an impossible task. I'm really good at it. You're not. It's an impossible <laughs> task because you truly don't know anyone's intentions. You're not sure. living inside their minds. I mean, you can guess based on precedent, right? Yeah. Best on, uh, based on historical precedent like how does this person typically operate do they do this because historically they've wanted to make me feel bad or they've wanted to shame me or make me feel like a little boy it's possible but also maybe they're just busy Mm -hmm. maybe they've got a bunch of other stuff going on maybe the reason that they are so pissed off at you in the first place is they've just had some other like garbage happen to them that day you know the the number of times over 10 years in radio that people will call my show and give me crap, and they're offended at something that I've said, and it turns out like, I like I found out my mom's sick today. Mm. I got cut off in traffic. I lost my job today. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and you go like, okay, well, I get it. it. I mean, it doesn't excuse you like being an absolute Absolutely. dick to me, but it explains it a little bit more. And I think that we we're so narcissistic as humans, right? Mm-hmm. We are the only species that named ourselves, and who we can? think that we think that people are thinking about us all the time. And the reality is people are thinking about themselves all the yes, time. Yes, everyone is their own main character. Yeah. Except for the crazy people who actually make you the main character and then obsess over you and then go out of their way to ruin your day. But we've each had a I couple digress. of those, I, I think, digress. over the years. Yeah. Yeah. I think what you mentioned about like acknowledging what you're feeling is, is it goes back to what I was saying before, like acknowledge going down your own rabbit hole of what am I really feeling here? Am mm-hmm. I mad at this person for this specific incident or have a bunch of things that have happened to me this week snowballed. And now I'm choosing, I'm going to use you as an example. Now I'm using Coulter as a vehicle to let all that explode. And I do that very often. Help me explode. <laughs> we could try snowballing too. I don't know what that is. I don't want to know what that is. But I'll, like, so I'll try to handle things by like compartmentalizing. Mm. Like I'm in the middle middle of work right now. I can't get to this text message about whatever family drama is happening right now. So I'm going to acknowledge it after five yeah. o'clock. And then something else five comes up. tomorrow. Okay, really. <laughs> and then something else comes up and it's like, oh, there's an issue at daycare. And oh, Nia wet the bed, for example. I got to handle that. And like, oh, there's some, there's a sound in the car. Like all these things are happening. And then now you say something that's meant to be a joke, but it, irks me the wrong way and I'm blown up at you. But it's not about that. I need to stop and go like, Dom, what is the emotion here? Are you annoyed with Coulter or are you annoyed because all this stuff has happened and Coulter is now adding to that by making a little comment that had no ill intent, but has now pissed you off. 
what? What? Maybe it's because I'm trying to prompt makeup sex. Sometimes, and this is again, shout out to my toxic kings and queens, where you need to start a fight. If this is 5v chess. You need to start a fight in order to have makeup sex. Do you do that? No. There's When's the last no time we had makeup sex? There's no way you do that. Yeah. I'm going to start, though. Oh, good luck. May the odds be ever in your favor. It was a good thing your dad left. <gasps> Want to get out of here? <laughs> Shall I go in on your parents? No. Okay. No, they have an internet connection, so. Does your dad still have the internet? In the house, yes, but he doesn't have a device for it to be connected to. Okay. I don't even think he has a cell phone. That's just chilling? It's, well, there are other people there. Oh, right. Okay. That makes sense. Just chilling. Anyways. I like having the internet. <laughs> it's like no one's there, you know? Love giving the telecoms a couple hundred a month. <laughs> Apologizing unreservedly is also incredibly freeing because for so long I was focused on, well, I need to win this. Oh, yeah. I need to yeah, win yeah, this yeah. apology. And it's like, well, that's not an apology. That's an argument. And like, there are times and places for arguments absolutely mm. but it's so much easier i think emotionally to just to just like take your lumps if you made a mistake just own up to it don't you want to be a better person don't you want to learn and progress don't you want to go further like yeah, yeah sometimes you're gonna have to humble yourself and like see the issue in order to do better yeah 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 incredibly frustrating when you apologize properly to somebody and they do not reciprocate and they go yeah you're absolutely yeah, right. You're right then they pile on to you and then also like maybe they had some something to do with this not that you are expecting apology and apology in return but you kind of are but when they also like absolve themselves yeah yeah when they do that toxic thing of like exp being super defensive and explaining away this is why they were justified. And that's the forgiving part, yeah. right? My good friend, Alicia, she taught me this. So, Alicia Jade? Alicia, yeah. Shout out. So while I was pregnant, um, her birthday is on Christmas. Oh, yeah, that sucks. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. So she has. She always has an early birthday party. She always does like karaoke um, or whatever. So like, this is right before the pandemic started. Um, Shout out to the pandemic. What the hell? So this is right before the pandemic I'm what, not eight months pregnant at this point. Um, and she invited me out. And then that night I was like, I'm just, I don't have it in me. So mm. I didn't go. And then I sent her a text probably in the middle of the night. So in the middle of her party, I'm like, Hey, so sorry, I can't make it tonight. I hope you have a great time. Shouldn't have done it that way. Her response was, Hey, thank you so much for apologizing. Um, it, it sucked that you didn't make it out. Um, but I appreciate the apology. And that was such a beautiful way. That's the blueprint. Of like accepting an apology, but also holding a person accountable sure. for their actions. Because it's not just like, hey, no worries. Because no, you did feel bad that I did that to you. And you mm -hmm. absolutely should have felt bad that I did that to you. It was wrong. So you held me accountable by saying, hey, it sucked what you did. Thank you for apologizing. Yeah. And like, if you wanted to add a secondary like call to action, like next time, you know, maybe let me know a little bit earlier. Hope we can connect next time. Like just adding something. Like Why make sure you, you don't this do man this get you again. Pregnant? <laughs> I should apologize to you for that. On that I mean, the child is turning four, so let's not. Birthday. Yeah, that's yeah. that's wrong. I had a friend. Uh, we're still friends. Um, when I got sick with cancer, this person just ghosted me, mm. and it would like really hurt because I thought like, oh man, like you of all people, you of all people should be like checking in and stuff. Mm. And like, thankfully, I had a bunch of other people checking in on me, but 
it really sucked. And then uh, I guess like a year, maybe two years after I had finally um, gotten into remission, a year, I guess, he took me out for lunch and he apologized. And I said, thank you for that. This is why that hurt me. Mm. Didn't pile on or anything. Just, I think it was cathartic for both of us cathartic for him to apologize yeah. and to hold himself accountable and, and, and cathartic for me to go like, yeah, like I expect like you have, again, you of all people, like I, I love you so much. And it like, that really hurt me that I couldn't, that you just weren't there. Yeah. That you didn't check in. I saw you very active on social media and then I made him pay for lunch. So <laughs> that's, that's, that feels like Pilegon. Gone somewhere more expensive. <laughs> feels feels like Pilegon. I'll be honest. <laughs> I bullied him into it. <laughs> The waiter came and I'm like, yeah, one check and it's his. Thank oh, you. Did you actually yeah. do that? hundred percent. Oh my gosh. You know what? He for makes cancer, more money than I do. For cancer, I'll, I'll allow it. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Let's talk about reparations. Okay. Um, no, this is, you, go ahead. You have the mic. Yeah. hundred uh, percent support reparations. Yeah. The theme is apologies and forgiving. So. Cause here's the thing. Um, we have a joint checking account. So like. So apologies. I'll get to split your check. Right. So reparations. Yeah. Uh, but also like, aside from the fact that I will personally benefit from reparations oh my God. <laughs> as, um, <laughs> as the member of a black household, I, I just think it's the right <laughs> thing to do legitimately. Yeah. Shall we get into pillow talk? Let's. Okay. I have a couple questions here. I'll say this on the last episode, somebody called this out and said, um, that only I answered. Oh, I saw that. I saw that comment. Question. Yeah. So I think that's fair. Let's both. Should we apologize? No. Do you have the person's I'm not name? Sorry, I think the thank you, if anything, thank you for <laughs> helping us to improve the show. Um, so the first one is more of an intimacy insights. Okay. So Pillow Talk, if you're new here, this is a segment where we get into more sexier conversation, talking about um having a deeper intimate conversation. Deep and intimate. Along with the overall theme being apologizing and forgiving. So for an intimate insight, when we have disagreements. What physical sensation do you experience most strongly? For example, tension, warmth, adrenaline. Fear. Fear that you are going to leave me. Really? Mm-hmm. You... Let's get to the mailbox. Do you um, have more to say there? What? Fear. Uh, so I think that the way that we respond, I mean, to anything as an adult is very much rooted in childhood. Yeah. But I felt as a child, whenever I was in trouble for something, I would be left alone. Mm. I would be like, like, um, time and attention would be removed from me. Like there was almost kind of a walling off. And so as I have gotten older, that has turned into being like a people pleaser at all costs. And so it's annoying as hell to you, I'm sure, when over the years, and I've gotten better at this now, when over the years, I'd be like, are you mad at me? Are we okay? Mm-hmm. Are you mad? Are you mad? Are you mad? Are you mad? And then right. you're like, yes, I'm mad that you keep asking me that question. Right. But it's me constantly checking in uh, because of this fear that if I piss you off or if I'm a burden or if I do a certain thing, you'll go, ah, this guy, I don't want, I don't want, it's not worth it to me anymore. Mm. And that's, that's learned, like that's learned behavior from over the years. I think it's also like other people taking advantage of that, you know, just like whether it's, um, like we've all had 
bad managers, right? That yeah. like will weaponize your insecurities mm-hmm. or your whatever. Um, and so I think that's that's why I feel fear when you're upset at me for something. I go, what am I about to lose? Mm, wow. Yeah. Wow. Thank you for sharing that. I are, are you mad at me? I think she's mad at me. Comment below if you think she's <laughs> mad at me. Uh, humor is very much your uh, deflection, eh? Wasn't <laughs> like, a joke. You had a very vulnerable moment. And then <laughs> um, what I do have, you feel? I have a very opposite reaction to things. Oh, yeah? In that rage, like, while you have a fear of loss in that moment. I guess I have a constant fear of loss, is what, which is why I always approach things as like, should I lose this? I'm going to still be good. I'm going to mm. still have myself. I, I still have my foundation, which is me. And if everything else around me falls, I got my own feet to stand on. Like, So I guess I'm, I'm the opposite in that I don't even let myself get comfortable enough to lean on something to yeah, the, have the fear of losing that? it. Truly. Dude, we've been, we've been married for like nine years. We've been together for almost 15 you can be soft and vulnerable mm-hmm. with me. I am I not going anywhere. I know, but like you anywhere. just mentioned, you just mentioned that stuff always stems from your childhood, right? So things were very inconsistent for me growing up, and so the only consistency you were not there when I was nine. Oh my God, no! I, I want to make that abundantly yeah, clear. I bet you at eighteen. 18. <laughs> um. But the only consistency I had was was like was my sister, mm. luckily, um, and like myself. Like I would write in my diary, I'd write notes to myself. There was even a point where like my diary started to, was starting to be used as proof for fights between my mom and dad, and like that was that was. Toxic. Oh my god, that's such a good yeah. idea! Oh my god, <laughs> I'm gonna get Nia. We were gonna get her a tablet, uh, although she can use the tablet as a diary and. Then it can upload right to my uh, Google Drive. Wow. Shout out to my toxic kings and queens. Oh my God. But I guess when we go back to the question of where do I feel a physical sensation most when we're in an argument, it, it, it would be like like a tension in my body. Like mm. I'm preparing. Like I'm going to get you before you can get me. Yeah. Oh my thing. God. Yeah. So just like kind of like that knock if you're buck type of mentality. Like it would <laughs> If, if you want smoke, you can get it from me. Like yeah. I, I'm right here, which is very wrong. I am working on, I have multiple therapists. I want to make that very, very Please clear. Do a better job working on it. Well, I missed my therapy session yesterday. Which yeah. Is terrible. But yeah, that is very much the initial physical sensation that I have. The second question, the second question is far sexier. Uh, it's okay. It's okay. Like take a sec. We can have some makeup sex now. What? Makeup sex. It's, uh, it's like, it's like lovemaking, intimate relations after an argument. So my second question, more so around sensual apology. So if you had to apologize to me in the most seductive way possible, how would you do it? <laughs> by leaving you alone for four days? You know what? By putting you up in like the Fairmont Royal York for a week? Keep talking. Yeah. For uh, opening up a new credit card in my name only <laughs> with a high balance and giving it to you? Yeah. Yeah. That's what I would do. What color is a card? Uh, black or platinum, whatever's better. Yeah. Results out. Cash back. Cash back that goes directly to another account that I've opened in your name only. Oh, daddy, keep going. Yeah. Deeper? <laughs> Into debt? That was hot. That was very hot. Yes. Um, 
Or you? Yeah. So giving Dominique things. <laughs> spending money on Dominique. Would you say my love language is gifts and acts of service? Would you would you say that? Knowing that yours is physical touch. Then what would you do? I'd just get naked. Say this is yours. Have fun. Come over here, sit on me. Um this is very much a visual podcast. Okay. We're trying to get a Disney endorsement. Dominique is getting out of her seat. Just sit on my lap. Come yeah. on. Yeah. Dominique is getting out of her chair. This is for everybody listening. And she's going to sit on my... Oh, it's on the other side. Could you? Yeah, thank you. Lovely. Okay. It's okay. You'll need the microphone. You'll need to go back to the original leg. Even though it's not as fun for me, that still feels good. Okay. Um, what else would you do? I, w- I was done. I-, I said I would get naked. Yeah. Stand in front of you. Mm-hmm. Tell you this is yours. Do what you want. Okay, since you said it, can I? Do you actually want to pause? No. Pick it up afterwards. The episode. It cuts to like you've got mascara running. <laughs> I've got mascara running. It's like, okay, so the second, okay, so yeah, flowers. Uh, um, flower. <laughs> door dashing, Dominique. Lunch. Usually a good move. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Little uh, booster juice. Booster. Okay. I kind of just default to booster juice because there's so many things I can't eat. Mm. So it's just like it's a safe choice. I want but yeah. Brushy. Give me a freshy Greek salad. Brushy, uh, Greek salads. I don't want to go to the them. mall after this. Get yeah. lunch at the mall. Yeah. Yeah. They're at the park right now, the babysitter. Okay. So let's run before they get back. <laughs> Whoa, we can be loud. Okay. <laughs> Whoa, we can be loud. Some, some nucking, <laughs> some bucking. That's not what that means. And then some food court food. Shall we get into mailbox? Yeah, let's get into mailbox. We have uh, a voice note that I want to play. And then I received about nine emails. Really? From the same person. Really? I mean, I, I get a couple dozen emails a week, but this one person, it's like this stream of consciousness. Oh, wow. And then this person said, I know that this sounds crazy, uh-huh. but you also told me to ask whatever I wanted. Okay. And I'm doing that. <gasps> And it's it's a text. It's like it's it's a text format. It's email. Yeah. Okay. It's not voice note. No, no, no. Oh, okay. That okay. that might be unhinged. Okay. Okay. Really quickly, I had um, <laughs> we this guy that I've banned from listening to my radio show. How do you ban someone from the radio? You can't do that. I was like, you're not you're not welcome here. <laughs> he would send me like this. The, the worst one. It was like half a half a dozen. So six of these things. Okay. At like one in the morning. These these one to two minute voice notes and it's like on what Instagram? What are you Instagram? Yeah, so I guess it couldn't have been over a minute, but it was like they were a minute each, and it was just like my guy. This is the same guy who has messaged me, and then you told him, "Oh yeah, that's the line. You can't. You can't. that's another guy. Oh okay, yeah, <laughs> this happens yeah. a lot. Okay, <laughs> and this guy, nice guy, but like, dude, like, let's chill. All right, this one is from. Uh, that being said, we want you to send us your questions, so we can mock you afterwards. No, whether it's voice note, um, email, we really appreciate it. Thank you for participating. This one is from Sophisticated X Gun. Okay. What is uh, what are the hardest things or situations that you both had to get through together? And how did you hand, both handle it aside from Coulter's cancer diagnosis and journey? So glad that uh, cancer was brought up. I don't talk about that nearly enough. It happened uh, a couple of years ago. And 
Go ahead. I appreciate that you mentioned, obviously, aside from cancer, that is going to be one of the hardest things we're going to, yeah. hopefully, like that's that's the peak and that's over. Um, but uh, I appreciate that you pointed that out. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm a warrior. F cancer. Get me an F cancer bumper sticker. So hasn't someone already done that? Didn't Kinsey give you a shirt that said F cancer and she gave one to Nia too? A onesie? Know. I'm you not don't know. bumper stickers on my car. Too many. <laughs> yeah, I get a lot of gifts. So, um, I'm gonna let you go first because I'm gonna tread this based on how you approach it. No. Yeah. Live your truth. Well, no, because we kind of we both discussed how we would, what we were thinking, and we agreed that we had very similar answers. But I want you. I want to. I want to fit your comfort and how you want to approach this conversation. It's been tough with family members. Sometimes there there have been disagreements. I think part of it is Dominique and I met at 18, and I think we've always been treated like those same 18-year-olds. And I mean, for a while, we acted like those same 18-year-olds within our relationship, right? Like oh, yeah. We got married very oh, young. Yeah, we got yeah. married at 23, moved uh, to Dubai immediately, mm-hmm. needed therapy. Yes. Side note, um, my barber, Dwayne, shout out to Dwayne. How does Dwayne come up every episode? Also, I got a haircut two days ago. Looks good, doesn't it? <laughs> it really Come does. On. Shout out to Dwayne. Wait, wait, I, now that's worth. That's <laughs> worth. Hey. He said that he went to uh, couples therapy. Him and his wife before they got married. Very proud of it. And I was like, "That's, that's amazing, awesome, dude." I mean, a lot of uh, in the church. I can only speak for Christianity. They encourage. I can't. You can't what speak for Christianity? You didn't Correct. go to you didn't go to Catholic school your entire life. Yeah, but I'm not a Christian or a Catholic. But you can speak to Christianity in that case because you were educated in Christianity. Was I educated though? Yes. Do you do I? All I was getting at is that they offer premarital counseling. Yeah, and like at my church, for example, they won't marry you unless you take those premarital courses. Mm. So if that's what he's referring to, that's amazing. But if he fully like went out and seeked, I want a psychologist. His own, you know. I, a part of me feels like pastors get like counseling certificates or something like like training officially. But I don't know. Who knows these days? Do they pass it around the basket during the marriage yeah, counseling? I, too? Did we go? How would I know? <laughs> like... <laughs> Probably should have though. So I think we've always been treated uh, or treated for a long time like that, and it's been difficult because. We didn't set up boundaries and I didn't do a good job. I did a very bad job of, I did a ba- very bad job of, of, uh, respecting those boundaries myself. And oftentimes I undermined those boundaries. And so I take a lot of responsibility when it comes to that. And so I think that things have improved over the years, but I think that there are still fundamental misunderstandings. And I think that has been one of the most difficult struggles for us. It's hard. It's been very, very hard on our relationship. And it has only been, I shouldn't say only, going to therapy was a big, like couples therapy starting, I guess, about a year and a half ago. That was a big move in the right direction. That was a catalyst for the two of us, like being intentional with our relationship, working on our relationship, setting up boundaries, making sure that those boundaries were respected and are respected. And it's a constant work in progress. Yeah. I appreciate that. Thank you. Um, <clears throat> I don't want to make it an interracial thing because I feel like that's just You want a lazy. divorce? 
Is that what you're saying? No, I'm, I'm saying I don't want to like summarize it as like a, an issue um, when with us being different races and and um, finding common grounds for that reason, because mm. that feels very lazy. I think largely it has been us coming from different cultures, despite growing up 20 minutes away from yeah. each other. Um. And like we keep mentioning, we met at 18 years old. And so like formative years for us where we like were out of the house for the first time, out of our parents, like supervision and like you definitely out of your parents. Definitely. Okay. Staying (laughs) over at my place. Okay. You were under my supervision. Out from the church house, like (laughs) um, making our own money, spending our own money, having no one to answer to for the first time and going through that together, um, I think has been a very difficult transition for, Mm. I think for any parent, that'd be very difficult. I can't imagine Nia growing up and like when she starts her life and then I have to learn how to be hands off. I think I'm air tagging that kid. Yeah. (laughs) For for good reason. For good reason. But I think that it's been especially I've been blamed for certain things. Mm. And here we are 15 years later. 15? Is that is that the right number? Um, and it's still seen as, oh, it's because Dom has influenced culture right. to believe these things, to say these things, to to put up these healthy boundaries, to do whatever, whatever, whatever. And I'm not, I'm not, you know, saying I'm not influencing a lot of us with them legs right now i'm not a huge influence that you know i don't provide black girl magic into your life that i haven't you know blessed you how is that manifested i mean do you want to stand up for the cameras do you want to side profile for the cameras i've got a sonar so i probably shouldn't oh my yeah <laughs> like a like a chub so i probably shouldn't i mean, I mean it, isn't it always <laughs> isn't it always inappropriate to stand up I need to start talking or something. So. So I'm not saying that that. I haven't played an influence. Sure. And you've played a huge influence in my life. What? Like I live. Look where I live now. Like, are are we kidding me? Um. But yes, I agree with what you said, what you were saying earlier about like that transition never happening from, oh, we're viewed as 18 year olds. Mm -hmm. And then when we got married at 23, still very young. Mm -hmm. Right. I don't think that that transition ever happened. Um, in the parental view. And for that reason, we've had many, many, many struggles of being, feeling like we've received the respect that we are owed as a couple. Sure. As a partnership. Yeah. And we are not owed respect from every single person. Like, you don't have to walk around respecting me. You don't know me. But you That's do, my wife. But you do have to Respect not, my wife. You don't have to come up and respect me or show me any level of reverence. I'm not owed that from anyone. But I'm also not owed disrespect. Mm. There's no need for um, unnecessary disrespect from someone. And there's been a constant of that. Mm. And like you mentioned, you've done a very good job as of recent years, putting up those boundaries to make sure that that at least is not being is not happening. Um, So that's been the biggest improvement that there is less disrespect. Also, are we interracial? Many of the comments say that I am white skinned. So. I, I hope that made sense. I feel like that was right. Ra- I'm trying really hard to also not be disrespectful, which people are owed. Um, our families are owed. Um, but I've always believed in the quote that you should speak openly and honestly. Open that throat chakra. Open that throat chakra. Okay. You should o- speak 
openly and honestly. And if people didn't want you to speak ill of them, they should have behaved better. Mm. And so I try my best to also like behave. They should have behaved no, better. No, truly. So I'm going to treat you nicely. I'm going to behave nicely towards you. And if I do some dumb stuff, yeah. I deserve to be called out. Whether that's on a podcast, whether that's on like wherever your platform is. Your child's is. diary. Okay. <laughs> Maybe your platform is your living room talking to your bestie. Yeah. If someone mistreats you, you have the right to speak about it. 100%. Thank you for the question submission. We really appreciate it. You can submit more questions um, by emailing info at coltertalks.com. Um, and that can be through text or voice notes. If you send a voice note, obviously we'll play it on air, but we can also read it out. Or oh, you're going to read out what the new one, eh? Okay. Like this is one email and she's sent me like, I, I shouldn't assume this person has sent me, I don't know, like eight emails like this. Okay. I'm excited. I'm going to read the one that like, I'm going to read the, the most appropriate one, I guess. What? I think the rest of these are, are we should be reserving for like a, we had a sex before marriage episode, maybe like a sex during marriage episode. What? This person, this is from uh, Cookie Von C. Shout out to Cookie. <laughs> uh, okay. So this one, you know what? Actually, this is, this is thinly related to apologizing. <laughs> okay. Listen, Coulter, I think you're the sexiest white man <laughs> since Brad Pitt in 2005. Oh, wow. You just have a face that a black woman wants to slap while riding it. Which what? leads me to my question. Does Dominique live up to her name? Does she ever dominate you in bed, take charge, and ever tell you to sit the F down and shut the F up? And then in brackets, sexually, of course. Does Dominique ever live up to her name is a wild question. <laughs> is a wild question. Yeah. Do you think you live up to your name? I think my name lives up to me, if anything. Like, Whoa. <laughs> you need to understand, I'm named after Dominique Dawes. I'm named after Dominique Devereaux. Like, this is, these are big names. If, you don't, if you're not familiar, I encourage you to... Google, get on your Googles, get on your Zoom. Um, on your Googles? <clears throat> Absolutely. Get what are you, Googles. 90? So I was on the Googles today. I was on the Facebook. Yeah, the Facebook. <laughs> <clears throat> Sorry, my voice is all crack up now. Um, you answer this. What? Yes. They asked but... this. Uh, let me hop in here for a second because they asked Cookie, I see you. Cookie asked you this question because she was trying to paint a picture for you. Like, I know you got a wife, but I'm just making sure. Does she do this for you? Is she serving you in this way? Because I want to paint the picture in your mind that I am thinking about it for you. I am here. Cookie, I see let's you, see cookie. that cookie. No cookie. To a joint. We'll send it to the joint. We should we get a speaking of should the we Facebook. Get a? <laughs> should we get a should we get a joint Facebook account? Well, we have the podcast Instagram. That's when you know a joint Facebook account where it's like First name, last name. Oh, dear. That's how, like, your two first names together. That's that's when you know a divorce is imminent, hey? Why? That's when you're like, which one of you cheated? <laughs> Joint Facebook account, one of you cheated on the other I one. I just assume you're you're older and... Also cheating. Okay. Go ahead and answer the question. Nobody with a joint, no couple with a joint Facebook account is like, oh, things are really good for us, <laughs> actually. We're thriving. Things are going, listen, things couldn't be any better. I assume one just doesn't know how to use the internet. And so the other made the account for both of them. And the other knows how to use the internet to cheat. Oh my God. Go ahead. So Cookie, let's see what's cooking, you know? No. Let's see what's in the oven. We are uninterested. We are full. We have more than enough to eat over here. That's what you're supposed to say. Go ahead and say it. I'm, 
you want me to quote the former crack, the late crack smoking mayor of Toronto, sure. Rob Absolutely. Ford? Absolutely. Do you not have more than enough to eat? Are you hungry? I got just enough. Just enough? That's insulting. And I'm hungry as hell right now. So nom, 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 nom. I'm leaving you wanting for more is what I've... Of you. <laughs> Listen, the pantry's full. Pantry's got a lock on it. Pantry, <laughs> okay, pantry has a lock. Pantry needs to be unlocked a little bit more. How about that? Wow. Okay. So is that your answer? That's info at coltertalks.com. What is your answer to the question? Yeah, you're dope as hell. You're sexy as hell. You're dominant. You could be a little more dominant. <laughs> okay. I, I don't know. I work in the corporate accepted. world. I work in the corporate world and I hear nothing but the opposite. I'm not going to call you like like an angry black woman. I'm not going to do that. You're allowed to just be like dominant. I was nervous you were going to say articulate. Hit it. Come on. Hit what? Hit it. What are you pointing at? The, fa- the, the lamp? It's like all of me. Just, I'm trying to be like coy. Just like hit it. What? We're trying to get that Disney sponsorship at Coulter Talks on all platforms. <laughs> at Dom.Creates on Instagram and at Dom.Creates on TikTok. The uh, Playing House podcast Instagram page that Dominique mentioned before. I started it like a week ago. We're almost at a thousand followers. That's crazy. Thank you for following. Bad, yeah. following. And, uh, and smash that subscribe button. So. Don't forget we got a P.O. box now. I don't know it, but it's going to be the description box. You can also send a letter. That'd be, that's nice. Actually, Nia really wants to read a letter. So if you want to send us a question via letter, we're going to read them first, read though. It. She can't read. Well, like, obviously, she'll be able to read it in several years. But like anything that anyone mails my daughter, I'm going to. Oh, open you're going to open it. it. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to yeah, open yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. Great episode. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for co-hosting. Yeah. With me. You finna live and up to welcome. your name. Sick of being upsold at gyms. My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting? Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, Drew Scott here, and I'm Jonathan Scott, reminding you that life's better with a home policy from American Family Insurance. They can help you get just the right protection at just the right price and help you save when you bundle home and auto. Kind of like Goldilocks and the Three Bears. It'll be just right for you. We love a custom build. American Family Insurance. Insure carefully. Dream fearlessly. Get a quote and find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin.